2: Startup Coil is one of LA's largest startup tech event networks based in downtown LA. You are correct. I had a really great consulting job in Hollywood. I come out of the communications world. And for the last seven years of my life, had this entrepreneurial itch, but I've always just kept it to my night job and sort of you know, called it my side hustle while I was running various online event companies and finally said, you know what, now is my time. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to quit my day job. I'm going to let go of a paycheck. I've never in my adult life not had a paycheck. So February 7th was my last day at the consulting agency and my first day as CEO of Startup Coil. And within four weeks, we had to shutter all of our events. And those events were my main source of income. And so we've had to pivot our entire business model. It was terrifying. I think actually it was you, Esprit. You texted me and you said, like, do you regret your decision? Had you known that COVID was going to happen? And the answer is no. I'm so stoked that I'm on this path. I have a lot of learning ahead of me. However, Has it been scary? Has it been challenging? Have I cried? Absolutely. (laughs) But it's been such an exciting time because obviously we're all learning together. And I think, yes, this is like a devastating moment. And there's a lot of reasons to be concerned about each other. And, you know, I think this is more of an invitation to really lean into our friendships and really make sure that we're all okay. At the same time, I refuse to sit around and be mopey. I have things to do.
0: One of the things that I felt really touched by is before we started recording, I was sharing how a lot of people in business right now are experiencing compassion fatigue. And you're saying, yeah, I've noticed a lot of people feeling very tired as well, but I'm not feeling tired. What do you think energizes you right now? Because of course, with all that pressure that you're going through, that's a lot, but that you're still energized, where are you fueling, where are you sourcing your energy from? I feel like I have this duty
2: to deliver events that invite people to stay connected during the most physically disconnected time of my entire life. I think I was put on this planet to connect human beings. If anything, this has been kind of my call to arms that I least expected. And had you asked me two months ago, like, could you ever imagine a world where people are literally told they can't see each other? I would be like, no, you're crazy. But here we are. Yeah. It's like a movie. We're living in a movie. We're living in a movie. I happen to have, now it's going to be self-proclaimed, but I think others might agree. I happen to have like a really big passion for bringing people together and what we're hearing from our community, especially the startup coil community right now is just that, you know, the fact that they get to meet new people on our virtual happy hours, which we'll talk about in a bit, I think is, is such a gift that we didn't even necessarily think of as a gift. We were just trying to experiment a little bit, but people are feeling this resonance with the experience of getting to just share company with other people online. And so we're just, you know, we're, we're going to see where that takes us. But it's a crazy time.
1: <laughs> hey, this is Nick Frost, founder of Newsletters.co, the place to discover newsletters and gain subscribers. Based in Hollywood. I really didn't know how it was structured, what was going on, how to do it. But I wrote it and I press send. So from that day on for nearly three years, I wrote this daily newsletter. And I grew it from roughly 5,000 subscribers in the beginning to over 110,000 subscribers three years later. And a lot of that, you know, was basically built on working with the community as a partner in the newsletter creation. I needed to, you know, invite them to contribute to the newsletter so it would help me curate it with quality content. And I think that's part of the secret of what the Mattermark Daily's, you know, magic was, is that. The community felt like they had a voice in what was being published because every day i would say if you have content to share or if you have any recommendations feel free to reply to this email or email me directly you know 10 to 20 people per day would send in quality content and i would go through an editorial process of picking and choosing what can we feature what do we have space for you know or if it's more in-depth content, then I would work with them to develop it into a blog post and we would feature that blog post on, you know. And so it turned into this community-driven, community-curated publication uh, that actually wasn't just me.
0: Is there a particular platform for newsletter distribution that you recommend?
1: We evolved from MailChimp at Mattermark to SendGrid, and then finally settled on HubSpot. I think, you know, starting in the beginning, choose the platform that's easiest for you. Maybe a little bit more technical. So you could use something like uh, SendGrid. If you're savvy with marketing tools, then you can use MailChimp. If you're just starting out fresh, I would say Substack. If you're a platform that also deals with sales and sort of if you're thinking longer term and you need CRM capabilities and just more data, I would say go with HubSpot but it's really determined on, you know, what kind of news that are you creating and, you know, is it tied to a specific business also or is it just personal updates?
0: And how about the infamous ConvertKit? Any thoughts on ConvertKit?
1: Yeah, I don't have any strong feelings either way. I mean, I think, you know, Nathan is, Nathan Berry, the CEO and, and their team, like they're doing a really good job of, you know, creating a platform that is usable you know, they're always making improvements. They just created paid newsletters as a product so you can have subscriptions and different, you know, payment options. There's pros and cons to every email service provider. It really just depends on sort of what you're comfortable with dealing with. I think once you start with an email service provider, you kind of just get comfortable with that and, and deal with the pros and cons that it might have.
3: My name is Adam Weber. My company is callcast.co. And Callcast is an easy way for anyone to record, edit, and publish your podcast to Apple Podcasts and all the other places that you want your podcast to be. Based in Santa Monica. My vision is: I really love community. I want to build something where we bring together people who are curious minds, who are inspired by the world and want to talk to people and want to learn from each other and want to have the deeper conversations. I'm hoping Callcast can become a vehicle where we can find meaning in our own lives, where we can find inspiration and reach out to people and grow. And yeah, I'm just hoping it becomes a community of amazing people. I'm hoping we can do events that inspire people and bring people together to have conversations that are important conversations to bring us closer. I'm hoping it can become a platform for storytelling and uh, people to find, you know, new opportunities through work and jobs and stuff like that.
0: Two last questions. What's one LA Tech resource or person you've come across lately who's really impressed you?
3: So because of all these virtual events, you know, what some of the the plus sides of covid right all of a sudden there was just amazing virtual events popping up left and right and so there was a founder of the company oh maybe you know him because you know everyone do you know omaze the company
0: oh omaze yeah i do but tell everybody
3: so omaze is and i didn't discover it because of the company I think the guy has left the company. I'm trying to remember his name. I, I'm, it's going to fail me for now. So maybe we can look it up and uh, I'll put it up later. But yeah, so I think he was the founder of Omaze or one of the co-founders. And just hearing him talk, he was such an impressive guy. And the things that he are interested in, like Joseph Campbell, the power of myth, the power of storytelling, those are all things that super resonate with me. And so I was really excited to know that, like, oh, I think he's in... L.A., Santa Monica area or whatever, and, or Venice, somewhere very close. And, and so I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that guy he was right in our backyard here. And just a lot of synergy and, and interest in the, a lot of the same places. And what
0: impressed you about him?
3: To me, again, it goes into what I love about Callcast as an app, which to me is, in thinking of the name Callcast, Call... Cast, call What is your calling, finding your calling, finding things that you're passionate about through conversation and discovery and exploring those things. That's a lot of the stuff that I heard him talking about, which was, you know, like just taking things apart and boiling them down and really discovering at the essence, you know, what creates things, what makes things, what gives us the drive to do the things we do. And it was a lot of just really interesting dissecting of human story and mythology and stuff like that.
0: Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group, where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to slash community We'll take you straight there. That's slash community The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created getpodcastlisteners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out getpodcastlisteners.com. That's getpodcastlisteners.com.